welcome to the Real Appeal Podcast. This is your host and writer for your entertainment corner, Kelsey Loisel. And with me today. Hi. They're going to say, and my co-host, but I guess you didn't. No, I'm just saying, and with me today. That's it. Yeah. Mark Salcedo, uh, managing editor and writer at ScreenGeek.com. Yay! Because we got the dot com part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the third time. I know, right? <laughs> very. I mean, I didn't. I didn't have any. I haven't handed it, but very proud of it. <laughs> <laughs> I just came up with the title of the episode. Oh, did you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, hold on. I don't know why you're like keeping it like hush hush. Oh, you want because you want me to read it and like yeah, and be surprised. Read it right now. All right, let me let me find it. The episode is wait, what the fuck? <laughs> wait, what? Off course corpse. Okay, think about the name of the movies. Uncharted. fucking love that <laughs> of course corpse <laughs> <laughs> i wonder if i can say that three times fast of course corpse or of course corpse Arch of course no i can't <laughs> you know what i have to say to that what this creature <laughs> is the bringer of death mm-hmm. he will never eat he will never sleep mm-hmm. and he will never stop of course i'm referring to you I, I was thinking of I was thinking of my daughter. No, nope. <laughs> what the, the doctor told my uh, told me and and my kid's mom when she was born. <laughs> those those are the lines. <clears throat> That's what he was saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's about you. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what I say about you right now. Come on, <clears throat> I'm the uh, bringer of good luck. I bring you good luck. Sprinkle that good luck. Blow. Look. Blow. You prayed, and I got the job. Shh, don't tell anybody I prayed. <laughs> well, you prayed and you got the job. Shh. <laughs> Did you pray for Netta too? No. I guess I guess it's like it, it was runoff. No, I feel <laughs> runoff I prayer. feel like it's like I don't know, like um I don't know how to explain it. Like it's maybe it's like spreading or like, something. Like um you know how like if you're watching a football game mm-hmm. and one team is doing better than the other and they like, they have, oh, momentum. That's, oh, okay. there you go. Momentum. Mm, nobody who I can think of has come across good fortune as much as we have recently. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm, well, Damien got a promotion, but that was like a while ago. Oh, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that until like recently, so don't feel left behind. Well, he's not my friend, but... He is in spirit. <laughs> I do still wish him well. <laughs> um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at The Real Appeal, two E's in real. You can email us at therealappeal at gmail.com. If you would please review us on iTunes and we'll get noticed. Mm-hmm. What was that look for? No, I just I just remember something that I, I can use uh, at my desk, but that's, that's going to be pointless too. Wow. I know, I know. My brain's just like, pew, 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 today. Today? Yeah. I had a, I had a cup of coffee a couple hours, so, okay. They don't have paper cups at my job. 
They, I take it they have like actual mugs. Yeah. In my job, they have actual mugs too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what it says in the mug? Hmm. Coffee. I drank out of a pub today, like a, a tall mug uh-huh. that said, make asphalt great again. That was my mug. What? Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. It yeah, was sure. from an asphalt company. Oh my God. That You know what? That's that's actually pretty good marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our segments for this week's show, <clears throat> our recent review of uncharted mm-hmm. it was funny because i thought of a word mm-hmm. and then you used it in your topic so i'm not going to spoil it oh okay <laughs> <laughs> but un <clears throat> you'll get it got it uh variety time peacemaker season one our geriatric cinematic is the mummy 1999 mm-hmm. and mark what's the topic <laughs> is it uncharted or did i just shard it <laughs> <laughs> I figured, I read that, I was like, did he really do that? Yes. I literally read that right before we started recording. <laughs> and when I got the docket together, I was like, damn, what's the topic? And I was like, uncharted, sharded, perfect, done. <laughs> um, first of all, let me <clears throat> let me apologize to uh, our listeners from last week, um, who we had told that we were going to do a review of... 1974 is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then uh, compare it to the most the, recent the new one that came the out. most recent one. And I honestly forgot that like Uncharted was coming out this past Friday. I I got this new job. It's like kind of taking up like a majority of my life right now. I'm like thinking like this is an actual thinking <laughs> I'm job. Thinking, I know, right? I never had to think before. Not in my past job. Shit. <laughs> Um, but it's mentally, it's been taking like a lot of out of, a lot out of me. And I was just like, Oh, we're just, we'll just do Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And the weekend as I was getting the docket together, we had already watched the old one. We had already watched the old one. We had watched, uh, part three, no part four, uh, the next generation. Uh-huh. Um, when we were gearing up to watch the, the new one that had, a that had just recently come out, I was getting the docket together. I had a. A great discussion we could have had like about like horror films and, ho- and old horror franchise franchise and if they still like are still value today you know m- money wise and all that kind of stuff and then i'm on twitter and someone mentions uncharted i go oh fuck don't tell me that was this past week <laughs> <laughs> i was hoping it would come out next week but no no so yeah we th- that's why we're doing uh we're reviewing uncharted um but I'm actually I'm actually pretty excited that we're going to be talking about the Mummy, uh, for our geriatric cinematic. Me too. Um, I almost suggested Raiders of the Lost Ark, but I'm like, who the fuck is going to like hate that movie? Like that's that's like a great movie. There are people who like Raiders and Temple of Doom and Last Crusade, but you can't really talk shit about Raiders of the Lost Ark unless you're like you're just kind of an asshole. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of those. Oh yeah, for every uh, what is it? What is it? Like, uh, like everyone who has an asshole, there's an opinion or some shit like that. <laughs> Just making up phrases or, or fucking them up or whatever. Assholes. No, people are like assholes. No, wait, wait. Opinions. There you go. Or opinions like, are, are like, like assholes. assholes. Everyone has one. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Jesus Christ. I, I was know, fucking right? up too. What the fuck? <laughs> 
Uh, and we're two assholes who have an opinion about uh, Uncharted, right? Yeah. No, I'm always going to refer to it now as Uncharted. Uncharted. <laughs> uh, all right. So you want to get into our review? Yes. All right. And now we're going to do our recent review of Uncharted. There are places out there you can't find on any map. They're not gone. They're just lost. Hey, kid. A little young for a bartender, aren't you? A little old for prom, aren't you? Everything in here. Why the map? This path Ferdinand Magellan took to sail around the world. You know your history. It's the biggest treasure that's never been found. Five billion easy. I think you're here because you're your brother. Well, you know my brother, Sam. find that gold, you find him too. Who the hell is this? I'm a friend of Sully's. Sully doesn't have any friends. I should know I'm one of them. You are a collector. Well, I dabble. I don't dabble. My family has been looking for this fortune for a very long time. So much blood. I'm pretty sure he just threatened to kill me. Don't touch your ear like that. You look like an idiot. The synopsis is street smart. Nathan Drake is recruited by seasoned treasure hunter Victor Sully Sullivan to recover a fortune amassed by Ferdinand Magellan and lost 500 years ago by the House of Moncada. Directed by Ruben Fleischer, written by Rafe Judkins, Art Markham, and Matt Holloway. It stars Tom Holland, Mark Wahlberg, Antonio Banderas, Sophia Ali, and Tati Gabrielle. Uncharted. Uh-huh. Yeah, or, or, un- Uncharted. Or, or would you say Uncharted? <laughs> um, uh, I, Kelsey, you, have you ever played the Uncharted games? I didn't even know this was a uh, video game before I saw the first trailer of this Oh, movie. really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> no idea. Um, In fact, if you would have told me it was a video game, mm-hmm. like, that, like, if you would have told me right now, I would have been surprised. Oh, really? Yeah, it didn't come off to me like one. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, like this, you know, this is based off the, the Naughty Dog video game, Uncharted. Um, I myself, I've played the first one and I got pretty close to the end of the second one, but I stopped playing because, you know, school and everything. I just couldn't find the time to um, play through the series. I have like, let me see. I, I know I have, I have one, and two, and three. I think I have four and I might have five. Because uh, there's five of these games, uh, plus like a couple of spinoffs, but obviously, Uncharted is kind of like of a spin. Uh, it's kind of of like a Tomb Raider game, which is kind of like inspired by like Indiana Jones, which is like inspired by like those old uh, sizzle reels of like adventures through the jungles and stuff like that, like mm-hmm. nineteen like forties and fifties type shit. Um, this <laughs> movie has been it's been in the works for a while. There's been a lot of false starts mm-hmm. to this movie. Um, so do you think that through all the false starts, all the pushbacks and all the uh, all the pushbacks of the production and everything that came, all the turmoil, do you think this movie was worth it? Um, I'm going to say it was. Okay. I think Tom Holland is such a good actor. Like if you would have put mm-hmm. somebody else in there, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been a good movie. Okay. 
All right, all right. Um, I'm not going to say it was amazing, because mm. it wasn't, but um, I enjoyed myself, so... Yeah. Um, like, I didn't want to shoot myself at the end. <laughs> yeah, you weren't, like... You were, like, incredibly bored by this or anything like right. that. Um, yeah, like, I, I don't hold any, like, personal, like, value to this franchise. Um... For like one one of one of the most popular fan casting was Nathan Fillion as Nathan Drake, mm-hmm. uh, because you know he fits that whole persona and stuff like that. Some people even wanted to have Nolan North, the guy who played Nathan Drake, to be cast as the character, mm-hmm. um, even though like he's he said recently in, the, in a interview that he was like, "Yo, I'm like 51 years old. I couldn't do this shit at all." Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I went into this movie kind of like, all right, it, it's this movie will probably be fine. And I honestly, I think the movie is fine. It's not really grand. I think um, it's a little better than fine, but barely. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, yeah, so I'll go with that. Yeah, it's 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 barely, it's fine, but barely, maybe like two notches up or something like that, right? Yeah. Um, I will say after watching this movie, I had that urge to start playing the game again because I was like, oh yeah, I remember like these these games actually being like kind of really fucking fun and shit like that right mm. um as in tom holland i was very skeptical of like why they would get tom holland because he's so young mm-hmm. um and nathan drake is a more seasoned individual he's like probably like close to his like mid to late 30s or something like that by the time you like join him on this on his journey mm-hmm. so the fact that like they got tom holland i'm like all right well clearly this is gonna be like the beginning of like nathan drake right mm-hmm. um so watching him, he does have that charismatic attitude. Um, he has that very like lightheartedness that you're like, okay, I can totally picture him on this adventure, like doing this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, could you picture Chris Pratt in the role? Yes, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't want to because I don't want to see him doing anything, mm-hmm. any more adventures ever again. Yeah. Because I feel like that's all he fucking does. Yeah. Like fucking Jurassic World. Yeah, there's that. And then what was that movie that we saw? The, the Tomorrow War? Yeah. Which is very adventure-esque, like, but there's mm-hmm. time travel Like, I'd rather see him do something serious. Like, yeah. I want to see him stretch his legs. Yeah. Also, I really don't fucking like him personally. Oh, because of his, his personal beliefs and everything? Yeah. That's understandable. Um, But, I, I mean, we've already seen him in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, to yeah. me, that's, like, top. Like stop dealing the shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're not gonna be any better than that. Yeah, yeah, right. Um my one of my biggest gripe is is the Mark Wahlberg as Sully. Yeah. Um actually uh-huh. if you put Chris Pratt in that role, it probably would have been better. Because he's not doing the adventure as much as yeah, like Tom Holland. Yeah. I, I think he could that. play kind of like a dick because he's so sarcastic. I it's can a picture that. Different. But see, like, like, like the Sully character, like, that's the thing that Mark Wahlberg, he like tried his best to do the Sully character where Sully is, is a real charmer. Like, but he said he really does come off as somebody who like, oh, I got what I want, like deuces and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like Mark Wahlberg more came off as like a straight up just dick. <laughs> like, fuck, damn, dude, you're a fucking asshole. Uh, from Mark Wahlberg, I kind of got lack of originality. Yeah. Like, he was just lacking personality, period. Yeah, it, it felt like he was doing an impersonation, an interp- not an interpretation, an impersonation of what he think somebody do, I'm sorry, 
Mark Wahlberg is doing an impersonation of somebody he saw cosplaying as Vic- as Sully at a con. That's how I kind of got it. Mm. I kind of feel like he didn't want to go full, mm. like full on with the character or something. Like mm-hmm. he was trying his hardest to like walk the line of where his beliefs are personally, mm-hmm. because he doesn't drink or. I don't think he drinks, but he doesn't. He doesn't drink, smoke, do drugs. He's like a full on like Catholic and everything. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Like I feel like he just kind of was like, "Oh, I'll do this character," but I don't think he can relate to it anymore. Yeah, I don't think so either. No, 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 definitely not. Um, uh, funny enough, like when this when this project was announced, like fuck, maybe like a almost like a decade ago, originally. Uh, Mark Wahlberg was supposed to play the Nathan Drake character, mm-hmm. which I can kind of more picture that. And I think like Robert De Niro was going to be the Sully character. Oh, Robert De Niro probably would have been good. Yeah, I, I, I could, I that I can totally picture Robert De Niro doing. Um, so what is so what did you think about the directing? This is this is Ruben Flesher who's done uh what's that movie? Zombieland, mm-hmm. which like that was like his. That was like his introduction to like Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Zama was like a huge hit. What did you think of his directing for Uncharted? I'm actually gonna say that I think he did a great job mm-hmm. because how many times have they done some sort of like archaeological fucking adventure mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "What the fuck is this? I'm having a hard time following it," mm-hmm. or I don't care. Mm-hmm. And this one, I was able to follow it yeah. and I cared. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know. I, like, I'm, I feel like I, it's hard to do for yeah. some reason this type of film. I mean, well, they have, they have done this type of, they've done a, uh, a remake of the to- Tomb Raider film, or they've done like a re-franchise entry or whatever of the Tomb Raider film. They've done, I think, two of them. Um, I've never watched them because they didn't look that good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've, I've played the video games, so I've. Like, it's kind of funny because, like, the feel of, like, the recent, even the old Tomb Raider games and the most recent Tomb Raider games, it's very much like uh, Nathan Drake, uh, like Uncharted, except, like, the recent Tomb Raider games are kind of fucking brutal, mm-hmm. um, which, from what I got from the trailers of those Tomb Raider movies, it kind of fits that style of being a little bit brutal then, but it, it seems, like, less fun. Yeah. Which, Uncharted, you're just kind of, like... Like, this is, like, wasting no time of, like, Drake just getting into, like, this adventure and shit like that. No, I, I know. But what I'm saying is, like, the archaeological... Yeah, yeah it, but that's the thing I was agreeing with you. Yeah, oh, yeah it's oh, yeah. more... Yeah, you follow it more of, like, okay, it's an archaeological dig. There's a mystery behind it. It doesn't, like, leave you... It doesn't go too fast where you don't know what the fuck's going on. But it doesn't It doesn't treat you like, oh, this is stupid. We got to, like, hold your hand tight just to be like, this is what they're after. Yeah, like, so it was, like, just to prattle off a few, like... Mm. The recent the mummy that came out <laughs> oh the tom cruise one yeah that one was i i actually watched it last night <laughs> Did or you? i watched some of it oh boy that's a hard that's a hard watch <laughs> um then there what else the newer indiana jones movies oh the you you, uh, you talking about the kingdom of the crystal skull i think so yeah that, that is the latest one and that came out a while ago that but it wasn't good it was bad then there's a national treasure fucking yeah okay and so have you seen the national treasure movies mm-hmm. okay i've barely like those movies looked 
I don't know. Like, nothing about those movies appealed to me, right? It's weird. Yeah. Like, you might as well put Will Smith in that role. <laughs> Seriously. Um, but I had I, I actually had watched the first one maybe about like two months ago, right? And it was very cheesy, but I can see why people actually really like those, those yeah. movies. I can totally get behind it. Um, and I don't know, like, I, I know, like, a lot of, a lot of critics had, like, kind of, like, beat the shit out of this Uncharted movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way how, like, I mean, this is not a spoiler, I mean, this is just our opinion on, on, on the, the end of the movie. Clearly, like, Sony's going to want to make more money off this. So they're going to, yeah. like, whether it's, whether it bombs or not, I feel like Sony's going to be like, yeah, we're going to greenlit, like, an Unchar- another Uncharted film. Yeah. Um, and that's gonna un unshart their fucking financial worries. <laughs> no, that <laughs> no, they need another Spider-Man. They need two more Spider-Man movies for that. Yeah, Tom Holland. Oh, uh, oh yeah, Tom there you Holland, go. Yeah, exactly. Their Lord and Savior. Tom I know. Holland. Tom Holland is the savior of Sony Productions. <laughs> uh, all right. So you want to hop into the spoiler section? Yep. All right, so we're going to get into the spoiler section. We're going to talk about uh, Charted in great lengths. Uh, So if you have not seen Uncharted, here's your spoiler bumper right about now. What did you like in greater detail about this movie? Tom Holland. Okay. Yeah, okay. I understand that. You've already said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it was it his like six pack that he you know had a flex every 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 time he he got wet? No, it was Tom Holland. <laughs> I'm just Tom kidding. Uh, <laughs> I thought you were gonna just repeat your same question. I was just gonna keep saying Tom Holland, <laughs> but you didn't do that. So. I know. <laughs> um, I liked. The cohesiveness of the film. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to be honest, that's pleasant. That's why I think I feel like I like it better than it just being mediocre. Mm-hmm. Because it didn't piss me off like Atomic Blonde would or like... Because mm-hmm. it was just dumb fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that it knew what it was and it didn't try to be something grander. Yeah. the the It was, a, it was pretty much a simple premise of... Um, Here's a guy, he gets his kid, and he needs his kid to help them find a treasure. Mm-hmm. And now you're just, like, on this journey. Yeah. Mm. Um, I like the relationship of Nathan Drake and his brother. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. I It, it could have played a little cheesier than it did. Mm-hmm. Like, it really wasn't too cheesy. Yeah. Um, but it also wasn't like, I'm going to avenge my brother. Yeah, there. I mean, there, there. Yeah, there wasn't anything like that grand, but it was clearly like, all right, this character has something to do with uh, uh, Nathan's brother like dying. Yeah, and he's quote just unquote like, dying supposedly. Yeah, and he's like, I just, I just want to know what happened. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't like, I'm gonna kill you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He make it like his sole mission and shit like that. Um, I, I do feel like it did get kind of cheesy here and there, uh, especially like the parts where he would like, um. Where Nathan would look at the postcards that his brother had sent him, and you would hear the brother like, uh, like off screen or like, uh, 
narrating what he just what, what, he's, what he's reading. Re- what he's reading. I'm just like, do you really need to do that? Like, I don't know. Like that that seemed kind of like I think they were trying to give that that character that you couldn't see anymore mm. an actual voice. Mm, okay. Because a lot of people I feel like have maybe have like a hard time connecting with things if it's just like an object. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you add that voice, it's like it adds like mm, okay personality to it okay i get you i get you um um but as far as directing right mm-hmm. i don't really like what they did with um sophia ali yeah her character it was her character was very one-dimensional and also confusing how so she like um she was kind of a badass in the beginning mm-hmm. yeah she like she was able to like uh to snatch like the key their key and take a which I will I will admit it was pretty it, it kind of didn't make any sense because at no point she wasn't even close enough to him. Yeah, to get no, it. there was no point to be like where she was like where you could think and be like, oh, I can see she would took it. She would have taken it here. Yeah. Or something like that. Like, oh, yeah, maybe like a, a like a, a a shift of the of, of her body or something like that. They looked a little odd or something like that. Yeah. No, it was just like, hey, we're talking, we're talking, we're talking. My back is not turned towards you or anything like that. And you're gone. Oh shit! You stole my key. <laughs> That's how it was. <laughs> um, it just seems like she was kind of going through. I trust you, and then I don't trust you, and mm-hmm. then I trust you, and then I don't. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like they're sleeping together out of nowhere. I don't, I don't think they slept together. They were in the same bed, and I felt like they were more naked than they needed to be. That's true. But she was already asleep. So you think he like woke her up and was like, "Hey." I don't know. I think it's like yeah. they didn't need to put sex in there, so they didn't. But uh, you got an, I, I don't know. I got the idea because of the wine and like. Oh, okay. I got you. I got you. That maybe they did. Mm. And then like all of a sudden she's just very stupid all of a sudden. Yeah, I totally agree. Like that part where like, it, like, it, like she's supposed to be like this smart individual who like fools these two guys. You end up finding out like that she's, a, she's working with the bad guy played by uh, Antonio Banderas, which wasn't really surprised by that at all. Mm-hmm. E- like, I don't know, like e- even, even in the video game, there is a heel turn with her and watching that. I'm just like, yeah, I, okay. Not shocked at all at, at any of that, but it's like, she's smart enough to like fool these guys. <laughs> and then the next minute, like the next like couple scenes over, she, she couldn't figure out that like Tom Holland was like fucking with her. I think the moral of the story mm-hmm. is the minute you turn heel, uh-huh. you immediately drop down to just two brain cells. <laughs> Your IQ just drops like, yeah. right there. Like, and I switch. <laughs> I'm stupid now. Yeah. Um, one thing I will admit I, I did like about it was um, they set up Antonio Banderas as like the main villain, right? Uh-huh. Like throughout the movie, she's gonna be the villain. He's gonna be the villain, and, and he plays. I love when he plays a villain. He's oh, a yeah. believable fucking villain. Oh, he villain. does it great. He does a great. And, but it's Antonio Banderas. It's like, come yeah. on, this dude. You know, this dude's worked with like some of the great directors like of our generation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like he gets murked, right? And that I was like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I- I'm with it. All right. I like <laughs> it. I like this. I like this. <laughs> what? I don't know. Okay, you kind of went quiet. And like, you did too. Well, I, I, had to check, like, I had to like check the volumes real quick again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what did you think about uh, what's her name, Teddy Gabriel? Tati Gabriel. Yeah, Tati Gabriel. 
as Braddock. 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 <laughs> Braddock. What do you, what do you think of her of her character? I don't know. She's weird. She reminds me of that other girl that's also weird. Oh, uh, Ruth Nega. Yeah. Yeah. They're both weird. Yeah, because you were just like, isn't that the girl from Agents of Shield? I'm like, no. We all don't look the same, Kelsey. Oh my no, god! No, I know. I'm just I'm messing. I'm messing. <laughs> you, you actually were like, yeah, they do look very similar. They do. I'm not gonna lie. They kind of do look similar. Um, but I did like the fact that like they turned her into the villain. You know, as as opposed to just like some some right hand person that gets like thrown to the side. I I like the twist. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily like that it was her. Oh, okay. Because she is not as evil or as scary as. Mm. Antonio Banderas. So I feel like they took mm. the baddie away mm. to give us a like less scary baddie. Okay. She's kind of yeah. stupid. Okay, so where where I say where I'm saying Antonio Banderas was the baddie but like a more uh competent competent and intelligent baddie. You know, he like disp- he had like his father killed and everything, which that still kind of doesn't make sense because the father had already made arrangements to like get rid of the money. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but like they replace him with another baddie who's less competent and very much like brute force. Yeah. You know, which obviously was like not going to work out in her favor. I kind of think it would have been better if Chloe would have made that choice. Oh, if she became the baddie? Yeah. Oh, that would have been a nice twist because like Chloe has, she has a big part in the entire like video game series. Yeah. That would have been interesting if they, if they did go that route. Holy mm-hmm. shit. See, I should have wrote it. Yeah, you should have. Why didn't you? Why didn't you loud, yell they loud They asked enough? me. They asked me. I said no. Mm-hmm. Not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so in terms of... Because we didn't really talk about this before we got into spoilers, but uh, what did you think of the action? Um, I mean, the action was pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not really an action person. I feel like it's entertaining, but I always forget about it because it's just action. Yeah, like... Um, like every other action that I've ever seen. Yeah, like, it's it's funny when you've... And I I think I think you can actually kind of... You can actually kind of agree with this. When you've seen enough action, like, you kind of... They kind of all just start looking the same unless mm-hmm. there's something, like, really, really creative. Like... Mm-hmm. And I, I know I already said about this movie. I once. know what you're gonna say. Go. Tom Blonde. You're talking about that track, that fighting scene. Yes. Right? See, yeah. See, what, like I will never forget that one. Exactly. Like that's that is not that good of a movie, but like the action in that movie, is great. And you know? I saw the behind the scenes, and they mm-hmm. fucking trained for months, and she was so sore and beat up. Yeah. Um. You could even say like, and 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 this is like one. This is like the driving force of of the this franchise. It's like the John Luke. John Wick films. Mm-hmm. There's like a lot of action, but some of the action is actually really fucking good, really yep. creative and stuff like that. Even in some cases, the Fast and Furious movies, like it's it's ridiculous, but it's memorable. Yeah. Um, Uncharted, not so much. I, I But I will say that the airplane scene where like Tom Holland and and uh, Sophia Ali are like falling out of the plane and they're trying to like work together to like... Uh, release a parachute and everything mm-hmm. i will admit that like the way how the camera it moves around was pretty badass yeah because like the shit like dropped it was like doing like all those crazy angles and then like dropped in the water and then like kicked back and then like picked back up and everything like that yeah that was like that that was to me that was the most memorable but not that memorable because i remember we walked out of the theater and i was like 
wait, what was a good action scene? Like, I had to really like, think about it for a second. <laughs> That's the way I am about a lot of action mm-hmm. because I'm just like, you're like asking me questions sometimes. Yeah. Like, sometimes you'll ask me about, like, oh, how would you think about the directing? I'm like, it was a pretty standard movie. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> know what to say. Movie. Pretty standard movie. Pretty standard movie. <laughs> um, another thing that actually this film surprisingly does well is i didn't feel bored watching this movie at all yeah exactly and like Uh, that's why i was i'm like pleasantly surprised yeah yeah like i i was honestly expecting to like sit there and be like fuck like look at my watch like when's this shit gonna end but like it wasn't and it it was it it moved at a steady pace but it wasn't like transformer where it's like blah 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 like in your face you're just like okay cool we're getting a bit of a a, a dynamic between the mark Wahlberg and tom uh holland and then here we got Sophia Ali coming in, like all this kind of stuff. And it works out pretty well to mm-hmm. a point where like there's really no boring moment. I think, too, it had to do with the whole unraveling of the, like, I think it started with the tree in the mm-hmm. book. Yeah. Like, sometimes movies that have like a, a mystery to solve like that. Mm. Like, even with uh, the Da Vinci Code, mm. they just make it seem like you have to go through mental hurdles to try and figure mm. out, like, mm. how are you going to solve this fucking puzzle? Yeah. And then when they finally get it, you're like, okay, that made no sense. <sighs> and this one, it was just like, it was almost like you were playing a game. Yeah. Where it, just somehow they came up with the thing, but it made sense. Like, and it was just yeah. like, you didn't have to try too hard mm-hmm. to, like, understand yeah and that's and I, I think that's where like the adaptation from the game to the movie actually works out pretty well because like you do have puzzles to solve there's a there is a, a lot of platforming as well and like gunfights which surprisingly this movie didn't have a whole lot of gunfights mm-hmm. um but like part of the part of the fun of the uncharted games is like you don't have to it's not like um oh i can't remember the name of that puzzle game now it's so fucking it's not like you ever play portal no do you know do you know what portal is you told me what it was but i still don't know what it is <laughs> okay portal portal is this great puzzle game um done by i'm about to say gearbox um i also have a comment to make about uh what i think this director and these writers probably could do hmm. that has been done poorly in the past what prince of persia because it's, Ooh, a, it's a puzzle game yeah and I feel like the, since they were able to do this competently, mm-hmm. they probably could do that one competently. Prince of Persia. Yeah. Are you saying that? <laughs> Stop the, it. Are you saying the Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> movie didn't like hit its mark? Didn't like bam? This movie's great. Yeah, I like this shit. No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. Jake so I'm like, what the fuck was I, he? Is he on something? <laughs> okay. So back back to what I was saying. So the the Portal games, which is which is created by Val, right? It's a puzzle game, right? But you have to really think about what you're going to be doing, right? Mm-hmm. You have to like shoot this portal. You have to be able to go. You have to go through it, but you have to bring something with you. It's this really crazy game, right? Where like you really have to think about your next move, right? Uncharted is not like that. It mm-hmm. is very much like all right put the key here or try to find this yeah. and then see if it matches this and in the movie you're like okay yeah i can see it and you, you know. can kind of let the the characters do the thinking for you and you're so you're yeah. not worried about them not fi- figuring it out because you're like okay yeah and 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 what the uncharted games are more known for is the adventure the journey the 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 tr- the globe 
trotting journey through all these like locations and shit like that yeah which this movie does and it doesn't really do too slop sloppily it's this movie kind of it's it's, pretty much knows what it is Mm -hmm. you know this is what this movie is here we're gonna check it out and shit like that yeah um now i'm not gonna say like this is like because (sighs) movies that are based off of video game properties normally don't do well Mm -hmm. um I can't think off the top of my head, like, the actual... I think that maybe the most successful one is maybe, like, the Tomb Raider movies. Um, but... You mean to tell me the Mario game, the Mario movie? Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> you know what? We should have done that. With this? Yeah. Oh, maybe we should have. Damn it. No, because aren't they coming out with the new Mario they are coming out with a CGI. Oh, yeah, you're right. They are coming out with a CGI. Movie. Yeah. Holy shit. Okay, anyway. Um, this, granted, this, I'm not going to say this is like the greatest video game movie ever or anything like that, mm-hmm. but it's it's definitely like a fun movie to watch. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. That's the thing. Like Tom Holland, like I said, I was skeptical about Tom Holland, but I think he, I think he actually does like a pretty good job as, as the character. I think he does a great job. A great job. I haven't seen him in anything that I didn't like him. That is very true. Even though we watched Cherry and we didn't really like that movie. Yeah. He was great in it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. He was he was actually really good in that movie. So I I guess that kind of just goes into like his care his what he like comes off in the screen with his personality, his care his charismatic kind of attitude and stuff like that. And the fact that he's like a legit actor. Yeah. Um granted, I would I would honestly like to see him in a lot more serious stuff though to really see him stretch like his range and see how how dramatic he can get because mm-hmm. um, I, I feel like the only thing we saw him in that like that was cherry mm-hmm. like I don't I definitely do not want to I like I don't want to 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 go to the Chris Pratt route where Chris Pratt is he's relying on his charm to get him movies but mm-hmm. he's not really trying to do anything and one day you're gonna get old. And people are gonna be like, no. Yeah, even like even even Harrison Ford, who's known whose most popular movie, well, one of them is Indiana Jones, obviously Star Wars as Han Solo stuff like that. He's done he he has done like dramatic stuff, mm-hmm. like Witness and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, or like Clear and Present Danger. Like he's actually done like some like legit like acting stuff like that. Yeah, and I would like to see Tom Holland to. Try not to be too close to like big budget films and try to do more indie films. Like, like I said, I don't doubt that like Sony's is going to greenlit another Uncharted film, especially like how the way it ended, which is like clearly get ready for Uncharted 2. Like, yeah. whether you like it or not, we're going to get an Uncharted 2. Yeah. Um, let me see. So, all in all, what's your, what's your, what's your final say on this? I okay. say it is a fun watch. Hmm. And if it's your bag, you should watch it. But you're not really missing out on anything if you don't. Yeah. Yeah, you can definitely catch this, like, on rental. Yeah, don't, like, it's only in theaters right now. Don't go watch it in theaters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, even, like, the theater that we went to go see, we went to go see this movie, it was, um, I don't know, like, what, like, four or five people or something like that? But we went to, like, a late showing. Yeah. Um... Oh, that's right. Just remember the movie, The Devil All the Time. He did a movie called The Devil All the Time. Didn't really like the movie, but I did like his performance. Hmm. Um, like I'm I going, didn't watch I'm, that one. Uh, it, it's on, it's on, 
It's on Netflix. Fuck, I forgot he was in Lost City of Z. Holy shit. Oh, I saw that. Do you remember him in that movie? He had a very small part. And he wasn't... I couldn't like or dislike him. Mm, it, it was You didn't have enough to like really discern. Yeah. That was yeah, a Charlie Hunnam film. Yeah. Did not like that movie. I heard it did not do, do the book justice. No. Like at all. <laughs> Real quick, the only thing I thought about this film was why did, he's going there again? Who? The character. Again? Oh. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, look, we're going here again. Again. <laughs> um, okay. That it? Anything else? That's it. All right. So what do we got? Next. Next, we're going to do our variety time. So, Peacemaker Season 1 just wrapped up recently. I would say last week. Mm-hmm. I forgot what day. Thursday, Friday. Last Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Um, we, uh, do you want to talk about the news about it? Well, yeah. Okay. So just kind of give everybody a heads up. Um, like I said, we're going to talk about Peacemaker. We're going to try to keep it out of spo- spoiler territory, but if you, you know, if you don't want to chance it at all, you know, we'll leave a time set, but you can just skip on over and hop into our geriatric cinematic of, of the mummy. Um, okay. So Peacemaker season one, um, I did not expect to, I did not expect the show to be appointment television. Not even with James Gunn at the helm, not even with James Gunn at the helm because it's DC. Mm. Um, I would say this show does what Marvel did for Iron Man. Before Iron Man, and within within the comics, he was a C-level character. Mm-hmm. No one really gives shit, right? Yeah. Um, Marvel did Iron Man because they didn't have the X-Men property or the Spider-Man property to do whatever they want to make a movie. Right. But Iron Man made uh, Robert Downey Jr. like a household name. Yep. You can't picture Iron Man without that without that guy, right? Yep. Peacemaker, D level villain. <laughs> D level. I didn't know what the fuck a peacemaker was before the Suicide Squad. <laughs> what the fuck is a peacemaker? <laughs> it's a, a person who. It's John Cena. <laughs> I know it's John Cena, right? <laughs> da, 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 da. Anyway, so but like this show, it made me care about this fucking character, right? Um. And like, 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 like you had said that, like, oh, even though if it's James Gunn, like, I love James Gunn's work. I've been following his work since, like, Trauma and everything. I think he's a, I think he's a great director, you know. Um, and obviously, when he came up with the Suicide Squad, and I was like, that's that's the Suicide Squad movie that I wanted, you know, from mm-hmm. David Ayer's movie. I was still skeptical because how DC has a history of like fucking up shit. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I didn't expect this show to be that fucking good. Mm-hmm. And every episode was like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? Yep. Like, unfortunately, that was supposed to be Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, hmm. you never get what you want, only what you need. That's true. 
Peacemaker is not the hero that we wanted, but the hero that we needed. Mm. Um, I feel like I've been talking this whole time. What, what's, what's, what's your opinion on Peacemaker? Loved it. Loved it? Mm-hmm. The first episode was fucking wild, and I think it really sets up the mm. rest of the the series. I mean, the rest of the season. I would actually go. As, I would actually say that the opening credits let you know that like don't don't take this serious. This shit is gonna be wild. Yeah. Like let's just it's it's a fun. Let's just give it a fun show. Yep. Um, fucking the opening credits. You you know how like you're streaming something, a TV show or whatever. And it gives you the option to skip intro. Uh huh. All, right, all right, let me ask you: Have you ever skipped the intro for Peacemaker? Yes. Have you really? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I can say, never skipped it. I think I did the second episode. Uh huh. And then maybe the third, but then after that, I didn't anymore. I I love the, the opening dance number. <laughs> And the because like the way how they're like they're moving and just like and the music too is kind of goofy. Yeah, and then like dead serious and stuff like that. Like yeah. it, it just lets you know like yeah, this this show's gonna be ridiculous. How ridiculous? Well, we'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> so what did what did you think of what do you think of John Cena in this? Like as essentially like the lead of the show. I think he's great. Like mm-hmm. he's had a bunch of false starts where mm-hmm. he's in a movie that's not that great mm-hmm. that he's not the star in, mm-hmm. but he's somehow like the unexpected and also really good comedic relief yeah he has absolutely great comedic timing yeah Mm. um so i honestly it was hard to think that maybe he would be really this good because Mm. i've seen him in things before and liked him but Mm. like you don't know if it's the writing or if it's the actor or what Mm. and he was so good in this yeah, and I and I feel like James Gunn had had played this character, played played John Cena like to his strengths. And yeah. ma- as a matter of fact, the rest of the whole cast too. Um, the whole cast did a f- fucking phenomenal job. Um, I'm trying to get what what was the the chick's name? Um, hardcore? No, no, not hardcore. Uh, 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 out I'm trying to get her the actress' name. My computer's moving super slow this evening. Do not know her name. Um. Oh, Diana Danielle Brooks. Yeah, uh, I really enjoyed her um, as uh, Adebayo. Um, her, it's it's like she. I, they even they even gave her like these badass moments mm-hmm. during the show. They remember they gave they pretty much gave everybody like a badass moment that even, like worked out. Even the eagle. Oh, Eagly? Yeah. Oh, I love Eagly. <laughs> love Eagly. I love Eagly. Um, I would say the... <laughs> they actually have someone credited as playing Eagly. Wait, I'm trying to... Who plays Eagly? D. Been... Bradley Baker. Oh, uh, okay. I wouldn't be... I would have been surprised... I would have not been surprised if it was his brother, Sean Gunn, who like <laughs> does like Rocket Raccoon in the Guardians film. Um, like... I like even like I said, everybody ha- kind of really has like these badass moments throughout the series. They all have like a moment to like shine, a moment to like really great character development, mm-hmm. and that goes into like what I think is James Gunn's writing is that he does really good uh, character developments when he's given the right uh, link to like flex to really kind of show what he can do. Mm-hmm. You know, like obviously in Guardians of the Galaxy, he made us care about a fucking CGI uh, a tree and a CGI raccoon. Yeah, you know, and here. We cared about a fucking CGI bird. <laughs> um, 
what, what do you do? You, would you happen to have like a favorite character in the show? I would have to say it's Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. You know what? His friend could be funny, mm-hmm. but I, I thought he was more annoying. You talking about Vigilante? Yeah, <sighs> love Vigilante. Uh, he's not my favorite. He he's like he's close to like Peacemaker as like my favorite. Because he's a fucking sociopath, and I just think everything he says is fucking hilarious. I think that it grates on me, right? Like, mm-hmm. there are times where I think he is funny, and I get it. Mm-hmm. And then there are other times where I'm like, okay, now you're just Cameron. Oh, you're your eldest daughter? <laughs> yes. I, I, hope, I hope that's not true, because I would not want your daughter to just murder me. Why? She'd be really good at it. Then what is she doing at school? Like, have her go out and make she's, that money. She's around other kids all day. Mm-hmm. Learning her craft. They're learning her craft, really? Yeah. So she's going to, like, she's going to maybe, like, beat up a bunch of, like, white nationalists and stuff like that? Yeah. Ugh. Can I videotape it? Yeah. Yes. Well, then she'll have to kill you, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and it, it's, it, it was announced, if you... Folks have been living under a rock. Like, we're getting a Peacemaker season two. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was actually... Now, despite, like, my love for this show, I was actually shocked that it did. It was going to get a season two. Uh-huh. Because I, I felt like... I don't know, like, the way how the show was playing out, you felt like it was going ha- to have a beginning, middle, and an end. And, like, that's it. Yeah. And then we might see Peacemaker, like... In another like DC property or something like that, mm-hmm. um, but it would have got announced for like a season two. I was like, "Oh shit! All right." And I, th- you know, I think James Gunn is gonna step up to the task. Like, yeah, I have an idea. I know what I'm gonna do with this this character. I think it's funny, and you know, this isn't giving anything away, mm-hmm. but how they sort of bring the name of other DC properties into oh, the yeah. show. Yeah. I fucking love it. I think that's one of my favorite things. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, If I remember correctly, they mentioned Batmite, who is an interdimensional being that's obsessed with Batman. <laughs> yeah. Um, they brought up Kite Man. Oh, yep. Uh, I would love to see Kite Man in season two. Uh-huh. Uh, Jay from the Nerdpocalypse has uh, he has a thought of where they can take that character. Um, his thought is that he would like to see like a buddy cop or uh, like a like a trap like a maybe a cross country kind of setting uh-huh. or a buddy cop kind of setting where it's Peacemaker and Kite Man mm-hmm. together because clearly like they have history. Mm-hmm. But since it like it like I, I believe John Cena or James Gunn might have said this, but like they said that like Peacemaker is bisexual. Mm-hmm. I want them to have a romantic history. Peacemaker and Kite Man. <laughs> and they're like that's like where they're butting heads and shit like that. And that's funny. <laughs> I think that would be great. You know, and I bet you mm. with the both of them, you know, because, mm. okay, because John Cena, without giving it away, mm. he's really into something. Okay. Like certain type of music. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like the hair metal rock type stuff. Okay. Yeah. And it would just be funny if Kite Man was like, I hate that fucking thing. Uh, <laughs> Turn that shit off. And I that's know. the reason why they didn't get it. I know. That, and like, that's why they broke up or yeah. something. Like, he was so obsessed with this shit and like killing killing uh, men, women, and children for the for the name of peace and shit yeah. like that. Um, 
and and this show it takes like it like I said it doesn't take it too seriously, but when there are moments where it has to be serious, it like James Gunn like the cast and the crew they like let the movie they let the show be serious, like the issue with him and his father, yeah, and him trying to like step away from like the toxic the toxic nature of his father's relationship and stuff. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really fucking great. Yeah. I thought that was great too. Mm. That was like one of my favorite things. Oh, really? Yeah, cuz I have my own fucking problems. <laughs> so I'm just like So so the same way the same situation as Peacemaker handled that situation with his father. Do you want to do the same with your mother? <laughs> no comment. going to do our geriatric cinematic of uh, Stephen Somers' The Mummy. Many men have wasted their lives in the foolish pursuit of Hamanaptra. Most have never returned. I think you found something. Unleash the creature that we have feared for more than 3,000 years. Is the bringer of death. He will never stop. This film came out in 1999, and the synopsis is at an archaeological dig in the ancient city of Hamunaptra, an American serving in the French Foreign Legion accidentally awakens a mummy who begins to wreak havoc as he searches for the reincarnation of his long lost love. Directed and written by Stephen Somers, it stars Brendan Fraser, Rachel Wise, John Henna, and Arnold Vosloo. Vosloo. Then wasn't he also in um, Scorpion King? Vosloo. He looks like that guy. I've never seen the Scorpion King. Really? I saw I saw The Rock in The Mummy Part Two, The Scorpion King, and that's all I needed. I didn't need that oh, Scorpion wait. King movie. <laughs> Oh my god! I I think I already know, but go on, explain yourself. No, I need you to guess. No, I need you to. Okay, guess. let me guess. Let me guess. You think you saw him in the Scorpion King, but what you actually really watched was the Mummy Two. No. Oh, okay. What was it? I didn't know that those two. Oh. <laughs> Go on, sorry. No, 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 you gotta guess again. So, okay, so let me take another guess. You didn't know that the Scorpion King movie was related to the Mummy too. Yes. Jesus <laughs> fuck. <sighs> Sometimes you just amaze me. Like anytime I'm like, oh, she like her. her <laughs> Anytime I'm like, she Kelsey cannot like be so just like removed <laughs> from pop culture that she wouldn't she w- would get something she wouldn't get it or whatever, and you just you just like one up the app you just you just impress me you surprise the fuck out of me you can't even say the phrase right I can't yeah I can't even say so her fucked up I brought up I brought up logistics to my new bosses. 
the logistics story? Yeah. All from about the... <laughs> they were laughing. Oh, really? <laughs> Fucking mood killer. <laughs> um, so, yes, Kelsey. I really, I was really thinking, like, man, this guy knows how to play one part really well. <laughs> so, yes. The Mummy 2... <laughs> Had the Scorpion King, and that's a spinoff. And the Scorpion King was a spinoff of the Mummy too, because because yeah. I'll do you one better. Okay. I you introduced me to these guys, but I don't remember their names. But mm. they're people who fix the visual effects. Okay, I know, I know you're talking about yeah. Okay, they did one on the Scorpion King. I've seen that video. Yes. So when we were watching the Mummy, uh, my brain was like, oh, we're gonna see the part. <laughs> Wrong movie. Exactly. <laughs> You expect just the rock pop through and shit. <laughs> it wasn't the rock that they were fixing. No, I, that video they, that was the rock they were fixing, and because he was like a scorpion, he was a half scorpion, right? No, I remember no, that video. They, no, it was um, Voslu when he was. Oh, like, okay. He was kind of CGI looking. Okay, then you then we then I, I I didn't know they I didn't know they fixed the CGI in that mummy movie. I've seen the video when they fixed the CGI from the Mummy Two. Oh, okay. And how? No, tr- they did the Scorpion King. Yeah, in the Mummy Two. No, not in the Mummy Two. The Scorpion, like the movie, the Scorpion King. Yeah. Was he half man, half scorpion? Not at that moment. Okay. 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 I can't say anything because I've never seen the Scorpion King. <laughs> but somehow I'm thinking you're. Never mind. I, I'll just leave it at that. So now you have me confused. If I actually they are related or not. Who the Scorpion King and the Mummy Two? The movies. Yeah, they are related. The oh. character. <laughs> The character that The Rock plays in The Mummy 2 is The Scorpion King. He got his own movie called The Scorpion King. And how he became The Scorpion King. Does that help? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Okay, so The Mummy. 1999's The Mummy. Um... Oh my god! So you're like fuck. I don't know if we can finish this. No, we gotta finish it. We gotta power through this. So okay, so the mummy. Um, I, I was I was one of the people. I was one of those people who went to the theaters to go see this. This I've, actually, I've actually seen all three mummy movies in theaters. Um, but I re, I do remember I do remember this movie very fondly. It was it's it, it's like 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 Uncharted. It's a it's just like a good action. It's just a good adventure movie. Mm-hmm. Plot's not thick. It's pretty simple. Mm-hmm. They got to get point A to point B. There's all these obstacles they got to come across, right? Yep. Um, I know the selling one of the selling points of this movie was the charismatic attitude of Brandon Fraser. Uh huh. Right? He's 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 doing it Indiana Jones, but not doing it Indiana Jones, right? Yeah. Um. So I remember really liking this movie. Uh huh. Um. But you know, no one gives a shit about my opinion. <laughs> Kelsey. Do you even want to hear my opinion? After? Yes, I would love to hear your opinion now <laughs> on this movie, on the Mummy, not uh. Mummy Two or Scorpion King. If you saw those, <laughs> um, let me tell you something really quick. Okay. Okay. I did watch this movie as a kid. Okay. Okay. When I was living with my dad and my stepmom, and I mm-hmm. wasn't allowed to watch things in theater mm-hmm. or really in real time. Mm-hmm. So I think I might have watched it at my mom's. I okay. hated this movie. When I, really? I did. Why'd you? So like when you were a kid, you hated it. 
Yeah. So why, why do you do you remember why you hated it back then? I I couldn't follow it. Really? Okay. Well, I just couldn't follow it, and I thought Brendan Fraser was just kind of an annoying piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And also, so was Rachel Wise. Mm-hmm. She's and I remember telling you too when I watched it this time. Like, what I remember about this movie is everyone's really fucking annoying. <laughs> I actually like this movie. Okay. Now, now I like it. Okay, okay. So back, let's go back to when you were a kid and you would watch this movie. Were you and your mother in the same room? Because <laughs> I know your opinion kind of goes off of like who you're watching a movie with. I don't know. I think I was watching it with her, but I, I mm. can't remember. Okay. All right. So back to the present. You, so you like you like it now? Yeah. Okay. Why? Can you tell me? Can you, what, what, why did you like this movie? Um, I could follow it. Uh, <laughs> um, it. I think I was trying to take it too seriously back then, maybe. Mm, okay. Because I didn't understand. This is a serious archaeological dig. I, oh, I, I, no. I want to make sure that they got the right tools. <laughs> I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, but now I, I kind of understand. Like, I think it knew what it was. Mm. So either that or it didn't know what it was, but it definitely translates that way now. Mm. <laughs> uh, so it was kind of like stupid fun. You yeah. Know? This movie was absolutely stupid fun. Yeah. Uh, Steven Sommer. So I still really find um, that one guy really annoying. Brendan Fraser? No. Oh, the brother, right? No. Uh, okay. Ooh. The one who keeps betraying them at every fucking turn. I was like, oh. I would have killed him a long time ago. Oh, Benny. Yeah, um, Benny. He looks like if Abu from Aladdin <laughs> found Yo. like a fucking sorcerer or some shit. And uh, they turned him into a cracked out looking man with a f- uh, like fucking cap on. Kevin J. O'Connor. That's the actor's name. I don't like him. Uh, yeah, that's the thing. He's not supposed to be likable. No, I don't like him because he's annoying. Exactly. Like, he almost ruins the movie. Ah, okay, okay. So, Steven Sommer, uh, who did... Wow, he actually he did The Jungle Book. Holy shit. Oh, his The first- new one? No, 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 not the new one. The one that came out in '94, the third Scott Lee. Um, but like, he's got, damn, he's a, so Steven Sommer. He's he does these kind of like action epic films, mm-hmm. uh, like these journey type films and stuff like that. Like he did The Mummy Returns, he did Van Helsing, he's done GI Joe: Rise of uh, the Rise of Cobra. He just kind of like does these type of like action, adventurous action films and stuff like that. I think. Out of like that list that I went through, I think this is his best one. Um, even the Mummy Returns, you can if you watch it, it's you can tell they're starting to run thin with the plot. Yeah. Or or with the concept. And here, um, like 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 Kelsey said, it's 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 easy to follow. You know, it's simple, and the action is fun. I will admit that CGI does not hold up. No. <laughs> like at all. But it's good, bad. <laughs> I know that's what I was thinking because we because we watched this off of, of HBO Max on a high definition television, which you can see all the faults, right? <laughs> yeah. But like as I'm watching and seeing all the faults, I'm like, yeah, that's like if I just watched like the old Mummy movie, you would just, you could see the strings or some shit uh-huh. like that. You know, it's kind of like the same kind of like charm to it. You know what else? Hmm. <laughs> the other problem you had. What? It has to do with Rachel Weisz. Oh, her eyebrows! My <laughs> God. <laughs> 
Oh my god, who who told her like do that? We're gonna have. I don't do think this. anyone told her do that. I or, think or the makeup, makeup artists yeah. were like, "I'm gonna do that." I know. And I I have a distinct feeling that Rachel Weisz was just like, "Oh my god, I can't wait for this production to get done because of her, my eyebrows and her hair." That hair was that hair was something. Um. So what what do you think of the performance? Anybody stands out for you? Um. Definitely Rachel Weisz and Brendan Fraser. Mm-hmm. It's funny because after so much time has mm. passed, mm. I actually forgot why I liked him. Brendan Fraser? Yeah. Yeah. And then I watched him in this. I was like, oh, yeah, he was really fucking charming. And, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, it makes me sad when I see him <laughs> when he's younger. Oh, because oh, he's gotten big and he's had like this really... Uh, like a, 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 a lot of bad stuff happened to him. Like A lot of bad it. stuff happened to him. It has nothing to do with his size. I think he's at an age now where like... He's going to look how he's going to look, but yeah. definitely has to do with how fucked up, like, his story is. Yeah, exactly. And I don't even know his full story. I just know something really bad happened to him if he was gone for that many years. Um, So, so you know, talking about Brendan Fraser and Rachel Weisz, what did you think of their chemistry? Because this film kind of, like, goes on the chemistry of the two. I, You know what? I like them. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily care about their chemistry they don't really have a chemistry mm, okay I, don't, I feel like they're just like i don't know like good friends maybe mm-hmm. and not the good kind you know like how like you have a friend and you hug them mm-hmm. they don't even feel like hugging friends to me they feel like don't touch me friends mm. like like we're close but we don't we wouldn't sleep we, you wouldn't catch us in the same bed together or, like, we wouldn't even catch us, like, you know how, like, if you go to the park with someone when you're, like, a teenager, mm-hmm. and, like, you might be laying your head on your friend's stomach or something? Oh, so you don't picture that from them? Nope. <laughs> I at least get that. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I get, you stay over there, don't touch me. Invisible, <laughs> invisible wall. Okay. Imagine, I'm put my purse here. Mm-hmm. Imagine it's a line, a mm. wall. Don't cross it um don't okay all right <laughs> uh so yeah because like her character so <laughs> i know he's like got dead serious um her character i like, i still see that chemistry there, not like as as much as they're trying to like ship it you know as like oh these two are definitely gonna end up together it's, it's so funny every time you use the word ship oh uh, yep i'm cool i know what these kids <laughs> are talking about um <laughs> But like even like her character, it it's it kind of sucks because it's at a time in Hollywood where like they still had the character like she wouldn't pass the Bechdel test. Yeah, like oh I'm I'm, I'm all I'm over the place and yeah. I can't do anything myself. Yeah, and I I'm not gonna really give the movie the fault for that because it, it kind of more reflects the time and shit like that. Yeah, um, I do like how they they give her like a better treatment in the sequel. They give her more to do in the sequel as opposed to like oh I need to be rescued. Yeah, you know, and I have a I have bright ideas here and there and stuff like that. Um, what about Arnold Vosul? Vosla. Vosla. I like him. No, okay. But honestly, he doesn't have a lot of uh, like. He's not really stretching his legs. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's not. just there to look intimidating. Yeah, he's like just the monster. But that's why I like him, though. Like mm. he's a good monster. Yeah. Um, so okay, this this movie is obviously it go 
it goes further and it needs like the action to like keep you entertained and stuff like that. So what did you think about the action and the directing in terms of uh, Stephen Summers? So, and this is one of the reasons why I think I didn't like the movie as a kid too. There's just an awful lot of running. And sometimes you're like, they're running again. Like, what are mm-hmm. we running from this time? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of like cutaways. Yeah. And like this character is by themselves and this character is by themselves. And like, mm-hmm. um, but I think he does a decent job of directing this mm-hmm. and with the action because, um, I mean, it still makes sense. Mm-hmm. And there is like a grander scale. Mm. <coughs> um, I kind of resent his portrayal of Americans. Who was Stephen Summers? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah, his all oh, as the the American characters who are, who are very like cowboy esque, like yeehaw and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that dude would totally get it. I mean, being from Indiana. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I thought I thought the action was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Even like with the writing, the writing's not really grand. Yeah. Um, but the movie kind of like like I said, it really goes off. Especially like this is nineteen eighty nine. This is like, oh shit, this is the year like the Matrix came out, Fight Club came out. That's this was like a great year for cinema. Yeah, and I think the Mummy still, the Mummy fell. Was was under that that umbrella of like this is a great year of cinema, which I think that's why um, a lot of people they still hold on to this movie as like one of like their favorite like Brendan Fraser movies. Yeah, I mean, there's like this, there's Encino Man, there's like uh, Blast from the Past and stuff like that. Jungle to Jungle. <sighs> you mean George of the Jungle? Yeah, that one. That's not what I meant. not Jungle to Jungle. Yeah, I know. I remember. <laughs> I said it right last night. Yeah, that was last night. <laughs> okay. Look. What? I know they're different movies. You don't have to worry about that. I don't. I don't know. I mean, you're like you didn't know you couldn't. You didn't think Scorpion King was related to, <laughs> to the Mummy too at all. Um, which I I think that's like this. this I actually uh, don't think I saw the Mummy too. So you probably just saw the Scorpion King. Yeah. <sighs> I'll ask you what I'll ask you what do you remember and I'll tell you if it's the Mummy Two or Scorpion King like after after we get done. Well, recording. I definitely remember The Rock. Yeah, but he's in both of those movies. I I need to go through like scene descriptions to figure. I don't remember. <laughs> I had to watch the movie. Oh hell no, we ain't doing that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so oh yeah, so what I, so what I was saying about how. The Mummy. There's actually like there's still like a lot of nostalgia love for this movie, and it's it's been hard for like studios uh, like uh, Universal to like to like re to redo this like level of adventure that made the Mummy so popular. I mean, after this, there was like I said, the Mummy two, and then there was the third one, which was like the Return of the Dragon Emperor or some shit like that. Um, but like there was like Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Which, like, failed hard. I, I feel like directors and writers just have a hard time making that type of movie stick these days. Like, mm-hmm. Jumanji? Well, I mean, there's... I I know I think Jumanji, Jumanji does well. I mean, there's there's there was the <coughs> first one, and then there's the two... Uh, I meant the, the most recent. recent ones. Yeah, there's, like, two. There's, there's those two. And then I think they're doing, like, a third one now. 
Yeah, but I don't think they're like people are like, oh yeah, this is amazing, like yeah. the mummy. Yeah, I get you. Yeah, and I guarantee if you really watched it, you wouldn't love it either. The, those mummy, the um, the, the Jumanji, Jumanji movies. None of those movies interest me at all. Well, the first one was terrifying. I have never seen the first one. Like I was scared of that movie. Mm. I hated that movie because it made me so feel very uncomfortable. I think that was the point. For a kids movie? Yeah. <laughs> Girl. What? Yes. There's a ton of like kid, quote unquote kids movies from like the 80s and early 90s. That's like this is this should not be for kids. Yeah, but at least I liked those movies. <laughs> like this one would just made me feel like all hope is lost. I'm gonna die. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> that's what they're Maybe going that's for. why I'm all fucked up now. I watched Jumanji and I went down the hole. <laughs> exactly. Jumanji just fucked you up permanently. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so going back to my my comment on Tom Cruise's The Mummy, I found this uh, for 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 folks who don't know or, or who don't remember because it seems so long ago. You know, back in the magical year of 2019. Oh yeah, the before time. The before time <laughs> that there was with with the height of the MCU and how Warner Brothers trying to catch up with the DCEU, Universal was like, "Hey, we we got we got we can do a shared universe as well. Yeah, we're gonna create the Dark Universe, uh-huh. right?" Um, so I found this good. I found this great article uh, from the Ringer. Uh, it's called a, a Eulogy of Universal's Dark Universe. It was written by Miles Surrey, uh, published in 2000. And the writer... In 2000? I'm sorry, 2020. Sorry, 2020. <laughs> I was like, well, they wrote it like I know, they wrote 19 it before, years before. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, so, so this is how the article goes, okay? Um, in the article, uh, the writer goes and says, Dark Universe was enticing to Universal. The Universal. The studio had the rights to a ton of classic monsters they could update for the 21st century, like Frankenstein's monster, the creature from the Black Lagoon, the Wolfman, the Invisible Man, Dracula, and once again, the Mummy. Now, keep in mind that they had already tried starting this with uh, Dracula. I'm trying to find, what was the name of that movie? Dracula Untold. Oh, Back in 2014. I don't think anyone watched that movie. Nobody did. (laughs) They even ended it like we're we're gonna do a shared universe, right? Uh, that movie, which starred Luke Evans as the 15th century warrior Vlad the Impaler, had last minute reshoots to show to show Dracula hanging about London in the present day. That way, once things got rolling, the Dark Universe could throw the legendary vampire into the mix. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, uh, it's a, the article goes said the movie bombed, critics hated, audience did not want to see it, so they they decanonized it. Right. Okay. So they tried again with the mummy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tom Cruise is the mummy, right? Um, so it says so in May 2017, the official Dark Universe Twitter account shared a video showcasing its monsters, movie classics of old, along with its haunting, and it said maybe Photoshop image of the of four middle aged dudes. Uh, and Sophia Botella vibing in a decrepit basement. Obviously, this, per- obviously this person has jokes, right? Uh-huh. And the article continues, By this point, the Mummy reboot starring Tom Cruise as a generic Army Sergeant Nick Morton, Russell Crowe as Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, and 
Botella as the titular mummy was less than a month from its release, and the studio had plans for films featuring The Invisible Man, that would have starred Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. Frankenstein's Monster, Mon- Frankenstein's Monster, which would have starred Javier Bardem, and a reboot of The Bride of Frankenstein, which they eyed Angelina Jolie to play the lead role. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I remember that in particular. Exactly. Everyone was really excited about Ex- that. Exactly. Okay. And I remember this being announced, and I was like, I, 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 I was not the only one. People were, we were, I, I myself had said, all right, I guess everybody's doing a shared universe now because Marvel figured out the fucking formula. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, so what had, uh, the, what was the slogan for the dark universe? was welcome to a new world of gods and monsters okay um however the mummy reboot was an abject abject failure rather than lean into the horror of the original the original film which the mummy like lead not not the 1991 but the boris karloff films like the old ones Uh they lean into the horror aspect of it right even in 1999's the mummy they kind of leaned into it a little bit yeah because of the the guy that got his eyes and tongue removed. Exactly, right. They, they have an element of, like, terror and fear. This this creature that's death that never stops, right? Uh-huh. That, was, that was always this terrifying thing of the mummy. Um, so instead of it, instead of Universal getting into, like, the horror aspect of it, they set it up as a campy spirit of the perfect Brendan Fraser-led franchise in the late 90s and early 2000s. They were trying to emulate this movie to fuck the... Uh, the, the 1999 Mummy movie, too much. They were trying to make it too adventurous, too campy, too, hey, it worked in 1999, it's going to work again. Mm. Mind you, they seem to forget that The Mummy 3 fucking failed hard. Yeah. Okay? Um, so the article continues, Ve- Cruise vehicle landed in an unsatisfying middle ground, creating a bland, monster-focused uh, face facem of the MCU. Dr. Jekyll, Jekyll, was essentially Nick Fury, but instead of running S.H.I.E.L.D., he was in charge of Progenium? Progenium. P-R-O-D-I-G-I-U-M. Yeah, Progenium. Progenium. An organization of evil hunters that existed to stop threats like, say, a resurrected mummy looking to destroy the world. Um... The lengthy Progenium introduction confused an already overcrowded mummy movie coming across like an ensemblage of let's make our own MCU <laughs> franchise. Um, it'll come as no surprise that there were six writers attached to this disjointed story. Six writers! Mm. Normal, normally, the, the, the thing about writers is if you get more than three writers, you probably have a bad script. Yeah. Um, so uh, the article continues. It says eventually, it's a Universal show. It was more interested in establishing a franchise than actually telling a story that audience could be invested in. Um. So, uh, like I said, in the article finishes, it says the mummy was the final nail in the coffin, and that the new world of Gods and Monsters was dead before Universal could come close to making whatever the hell the Monster Avengers would have looked like. Now, I will let you know that originally Universal was going to appoint somebody to control this dark universe. Can you guess who? Uh, 
Ratner. <laughs> Girl, you gotta try. <laughs> no. Uh, Brian Singer. <sighs> Somebody competent. <laughs> so far, you give me two incompetent fucking directors. I know, directors. because it's universal. So I couldn't think of anyone competent wanting to do this. Well, well Guillermo del Toro. Okay. He's a huge Universal Monsters fan. He loves the Wolfman. He loves the Mummy. The creature. I think the creature of the Black Lagoon is like one of his favorite characters. So, what had happened was that uh, Del Toro had said during an interview uh, uh, via IndieWire. Um, this was this is I think this is during the time he was doing like uh, his run on Shape of Water, which if you think about it, it's the creature of the Black Lagoon. That's yeah. his version of the of the story of the character. So, what he said was, "I've said no to things that are are enormous. E n o r m o u s. Enormous. Enormous. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that are enormous, and I've never looked back. The only time I repent, I didn't do something was in two thousand and seven. When Universal, in an incredibly gentle and beautiful manner, said, do you want to take over the monster universe? And they gave me the reins of several properties that I didn't do. That I repent. So this is a confessional moment. I repent. That's the only thing. Mistake teach you a, mistakes teach you a lot. Um, I think you learn more from failure and mistakes than you do from success. So, so he regrets... So in 2000, 2007, we could have had a Guillermo del Toro monster universe. Mm. And I think he would have done it justice. He would have been the Kevin Feige of the Universal Monsters. Also, I think this article kind of shits a little bit too hard on the idea. Mm-hmm. If I'm going to be honest, like, I'd love to see a shared universe. And mm. I don't think I think everyone's thinking of Marvel and then the mm. Avengers. Yeah, I don't think they would have brought them all together like, oh, there's some sort of weird monster antihero. This is what they were trying to do for Universal was trying to do that. I think it was just more crossover stuff, not like. Well, I mean, the the Universal monsters are known. They have crossover before. There's like Dracula versus vampire, uh, Dracula versus Frankenstein's monster, or the Wolfman versus like this Universal monster. It has been done before. Um, you can just tell that at the time of this promotion, and even if you watch The Mummy, they were setting it up because they were like, they all they saw was dollar signs. Oh, it worked for Marvel. We can definitely do it. Yeah. Instead of like focusing on like the characters and the story. Great example. Bloomhouse did their version of The Invisible Man. That was good, though. That was a great movie. Yeah. Right? And the budget was like $12 million. Yeah. I think it made like. $80 million? That's I think the, the most the money that they spent was for the CGI for the suit. Yeah, yeah. Um, that movie, The Invisible Man, it was directed by uh, Homeboy who did um, Homeboy who did uh, Upgrade. Uh, well, that makes sense. Uh, Lee then, Wanell. Okay. That was his work. That was a great movie. And Elizabeth Moth, Moth, Moth starred mm. in it. Yeah. She's popular yeah and it and it it brought the invisible man into a it brought into like a current time but also like a reason why it would be terrifying it was somebody it was elizabeth moss played a woman who was in a very abusive relationship what happened if you're abused if you couldn't see your abuser coming boom the invisible man yeah and i thought it was i thought it was fucking brilliant yeah um so with that being said i'll ask kelsey a question 
if we took hold of the of the Universal Monsters, mm-hmm. that means we got Creature Black Lagoon, uh, we got Visible Man, we got all those, we got Wolfman, all that shit, right? Mm-hmm. What would you try to do to make it entertaining, or what would be your movie? Um, what would be your Universal Monster you would want to do? And it's funny because you're asking someone who doesn't know what half of them are. Well, I mean, I, I know you have the concept of these characters. The Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I know that one. That's probably the one I would do. The Wolfman. Don't know that one. Well, I mean, he's a guy who turns into a werewolf. Uh, That's it. That's all, simple I think, all I can think of is Teen Wolf. Okay. Well, yeah, sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> Just fucking go with that. <laughs> Dracula. Everybody knows Dracula. Yeah. Bride of Frankenstein, which is the Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. And then Frankenstein's monster. Uh, and the Creature of the Black Lagoon. The I the didn't Black- see that. I, I've seen I I have seen it, not a huge fan of it. That's not that's not my character. That's not your. Yeah, but out of these, which one would you tackle, and how would you do it? Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Okay, I'm interested. Okay, I, I've I've read the Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde books. Great fucking book. I like the way that the movie or that that story was always portrayed mm-hmm. in my mind mm-hmm. was always that he did something wrong. Mm-hmm. experimentally yeah and that 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 bad side of him mm-hmm. was just the the whatever that concoction he took mm-hmm. it was just that part that it wasn't real mm-hmm. like it wasn't a part of him mm-hmm. that was bad yeah it was just the medicine he took or whatever okay but i would kind of play it a little differently where it's like kind of like almost like a split personality now Okay, yeah, that, that's how that's how some people see that's how some people see the Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde character. Mm-hmm. That it's it's the id of your psyche just let loose, right? But I would make it a little bit more apparent and a little more updated mm-hmm. with how you know people are today, mm-hmm. and you know, like I think the Mar like Marvel actually kind of touches on that with with the Hulk. With the Hulk, but mm-hmm. also Doc Ock. And, okay, yeah. And like, um, oh, and and the, and his tentacles and stuff like that. Okay, the Green Goblin. Okay, yeah. You know, yeah. like. Mm-hmm. But I I feel like they do it in a pretty campy way. Uh, Marvel. Yeah. Okay. But I would want this movie to be serious and for mm. you to really take a deep deeper dive into mm, like like a, his, a, like his spiral into like madness and like I kind of like that I like that like kind of like a maybe like a psychological thriller yeah or something. exactly all right all right I'm about that I'm about that okay that's exactly how I would do it okay I'm about that I like that if I mean if you're thinking about Invisible Man mm-hmm. it's totally like this is realism right here. Like mm. you could see that happening. Yeah. So I would want to be in the same vein with Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. Mm, okay. Okay. I, which one would I do? I enjoyed invisible man, but I don't know if I would want to, do that. I would probably do Frankenstein. I, I, I love the, the old Frankenstein movie, the Boris Koloff film. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love that movie um i would actually really focus on the idea well would i make it a horror i probably would make it a horror film right mm-hmm. um but i would really try to focus on the idea of like what is a soul and what it is to be a god okay because um dr frankenstein he says his line in the movie where he says he goes my god my god i know what it feels like to be a god mm-hmm. right those lines are like 
like right now it gives me goosebumps like thinking about those lines right because that's the way how he delivers it mm-hmm. so i would make it i would make it more of a horror story maybe not in the vein of like mary shelley's frankenstein that starred robert de niro but uh-huh. i would probably actually probably like modern modernize it um but i make it too modern i probably let me see I would like um. Sorry, I know I'm all interjecting my ideas. No, like, no, please, you know, those please. studies that they did recently about like they did their first pig heart human mm-hmm. transplant. Mm-hmm. Like you could almost do something like that with like oh, modern medicine. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. Okay, so okay, all right, but all it'd right. still be horror. Okay, so then, so then this is how this is how I would try to do it. I would probably I would I would inject some I was I would inject some science into it and I would inject religion into it as well right the idea of like the spirit the soul the mind God mm-hmm. and everything like that right but I would try to modernize it with like the idea of like building organs stuff like that maybe make it like a horror film that's involved with um, organ transfers and uh, or uh, black market organ transfers and stuff like that uh-huh. um, I would take it and make it more of the pers- I I would make it more of the pers- perspective of the monster. Yeah. Um, I wrote this really uh, when I when I was in school, like so many years ago, we had watched the Frankenstein movie and the teacher was like, OK, I want you to do an analysis of this movie and give us what you give me what you think. Right. And I approached him. I said, like, OK, is it OK if I write the story, if I write my analysis from like a first person's perspective? And he goes, like, yeah, sure. Let me yeah, go ahead and try that. So I did this whole thing of what it is to be in the monster's mind. And all this, and you really got into the characters, like personality and stuff like that. I would start doing it from that. I would make, I would split into two stories, one of the creator and then one of the creation and how that they are possibly the the same person. Would you do one movie? Oh, okay. Mm. Do you just, that last statement just killed what I was going to say. I was like, would you do one movie? Mm. From one of their perspective and then another movie, the same shit, but like the other Things yeah. perspective, yeah. and then like the reveal at the end. Yeah, I I would I would probably like I said I probably would make it in one movie. You could I mean if you want to make it like artsy fartsy, you probably would make it like two two movies or something like that if you really want to get into it. Yeah, but I think like a good like maybe like two hour movie I can get I can get into like you know what each character is saying about what it is to be a god or what it is to be created and what it is to have a soul if the existence of a soul is even necessary and like does that make you a good or bad person because if you i know if you never i know you've never seen frankenstein but Mm. if you watch it the creature is completely i mean this is i think this is like a general consensus that the creature is completely misunderstood Mm -hmm. he doesn't really attack anybody unless he's like frightened or he's a or he's attacked himself uh-huh. and they just see him as like a pure monster one of the i know it sounds funny but i think one of the the best uh portrayals of frankenstein's monster having a soul mm-hmm. van helsing you shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> oh did you watch that movie yes i did oh you've watched another steven Sommers movie but i hate that movie <laughs> that movie Van Helsing, you know that was another movie to kick off a, uh, like a franchise, mm-hmm. but like they shot their load by showing all the monsters in this movie. Mm-hmm. It was a bad movie, really bad movie. <laughs> I was also kind of serious about what I said. <laughs> oh my god! You're like shut the fuck up, like I was joking when I wasn't joking. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna throw in another one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just for the fuck. Of, I just thought of it right now. I'm gonna throw another one. Right? Frankenstein's monster. Right? Uh. No, no, take it back. 
Frankenstein and Wolfman, right? Team up. Uh-huh. Okay? They go on a road trip. Yep. Down to Mexico. Okay. Because Frankenstein's monster needs to get a new heart. Okay. When he gets down there, he, he <laughs> wait, hold on. When he gets down there with the Wolfman, right? Mm-hmm. In Mexico, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it like, people think he's like a monster. Oh my God, they're attacking like Wolfman and like they're attacking him, right? Uh-huh. They think they're, they're monsters, right? But they get stopped and they get challenged by the Luchador Blue Demon and the Silver Demon. And then there's a wrestling match uh-huh. in this movie. I totally thought you were going to say he needs a new heart and the, the movie just kind of turns into Crank, but with Frankenstein's monster. Oh, wow. Trying to, like, find body parts to keep, like, because they're falling off or whatever and mm-hmm. keep replacing shit that's bad mm. so he doesn't die. Uh, <laughs> but, me... but Crank. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, so... Is this is his name the Silver Demon? Because because there's like there's like these old like Mex uh, films from Mexico in the seventies where they had these these uh, they had like these blue demon movies. There was a wrestler a luchador called the Blue Demon, mm-hmm. and he would the 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 wrestler would star in these bad like seventies action films, right? Mm-hmm. Where you know he's the hero, he's like fighting like the Mexican mafia and everything like that. There's literally a movie where he like fights like. Frankenstein and like Dracula and shit like that and the Wolfman <laughs> and I would totally do that like in the vein of that but I'd make it a comedy it would be kind of like Peacemaker yes <laughs> yes dance over and all uh-huh. shit it would be like that fuck it make it a series fuck it let's do it <laughs> um alright so so if you did Frankenstein's monster then mm. would you also do The Bride of Frankenstein Yes, but I would definitely want a female's perspective of that story. Yeah. I would definitely, I would definitely like want you to like write that story with me. Gotcha. I'm um, supposed to write other stuff with you, not just you know women's stories. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're like what? I know, right? What just happened? Fucking Kelsey's Me Too moment, <laughs> moment right now. Um. All right. So I mean, back back to uh, the mummy. <laughs> yeah. Do you think it still holds up today? <laughs> um. I'm on the fence. You're on the fence. I'm on the fence because I think it's stupid fun. Mm. So who gives a shit? It's fun mm. to watch, but mm. at the same time, it like it doesn't hold up because of the stereotype of like. The damsel in distress and mm. like, and the, and the CGI that's yeah. very dated. Mm-hmm. Like I think there were one or two jokes that were made that were kind of like off color. Mm. Um, I think it does, but p- purely from a nostalgia angle. Um, so that means it doesn't, because that's the whole nostalgia. Okay, thing. yeah, it do- it definitely does it, but I can see why. Like I like I don't like I don't revisit this movie often. I think I've. I've seen the movie like a few times. Well, actually, I'd say at least maybe about four or five times. But it was like on TNT or TBS. It's something just like watch in the background. Yeah. Um, but I don't seek this movie out. I don't go like, oh, I gotta watch this movie. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like it's it it does come off dated, but I can like I said, I can still see the nostalgia love for it. So like, if there's anybody who's like, oh, I love that, love the mummy, I'm never gonna like shit on him for liking this movie because I can see. But you like what. shitting on people. 
Yes, but I'm not shitting on the movie. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So, Kelsey's just straight up on the fence. She's never getting off that fence. No. No. Uh, okay. So, that's going to be it for our show for this week. Uh, we want to thank everybody for joining us uh, for the show. <laughs> we would like to thank the folks over at Your Entertainment Corner for hosting this podcast on their website. Uh, you can find all your film news, TV news, and reviews on yourentertainmentcorner.com. Our lovely co-host Kelsey writes for that website. Uh, you can find this podcast on all podcast catchers. Um, next week, we're off. Uh my birthday is a couple days away. Actually, what's tomorrow? Wednesday. Yeah. So the next, so by the time this episode is released, the next day will be my birthday. Fuck it, just gonna take that weekend off. Um, but we already know what we're doing next week. I'm sorry, the following week. Uh, we're gonna be reviewing the the Batman, the latest iteration of the Batman character called the movie's called the Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, that is premiering in theaters on March 4th we are going to go see it because Kelsey and I have been waiting to watch this movie Yeah, so we're very stoked to check it out um, the geriatric cinematic of that episode will be 1989's Batman, the Tim Burton film which I really can't wait to revisit this movie because I have issues because you have issues. Because I have issues. Yeah. <laughs> I have issues. I already know I have issues. Well, I've, I've had these issues of of this Batman movie just building up over time. Uh-huh. So we're going to talk about that. I think that's the movie that I loved. Michael Keaton's Batman? Yeah. Are you sure you watched the right one? I think so. Okay. We'll, we'll find out. We'll, we'll, we'll find out. And I'm sure everybody listening will find out as well. <laughs> Um, so 1989's The Batman, or sorry, 1989's Batman, uh, is streaming on Hulu at the time of this recording, uh, but it's also available to rent on Apple TV, Amazon, YouTube TV, and other VOD services. Uh, the topic of that week, uh, I am the knight. I don't know. There's, there's a bat. Man. (laughs) (laughs) I think that should be the title. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh my god. I still can't get over that Scorpion King thing. That is so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that is par for the course. That is 100% me. Th- and this is the reason why we record, why we do this podcast. So you could publicly laugh at me? No, no, no we're laughing with you. Oh, okay. Okay, but when we turn off the podcast, then we're laughing at you. Uh. No, no, we're not laughing at you. We, look, look, honestly. It's one of the things I love about you, the fact that like you, not that you don't, not that you know so little about film, uh, but like one, you're open to be like, all right, Mark, let, let me check, we'll check this out, show me this, and sh- tell me why you like it, and tell me, and I'll see why I like it, right? Mm. But those moments where you just confuse one movie for another, and I'm like, I don't see the connection, <laughs> like like Iron Man, <laughs> Iron Man Two. <laughs> And cars too. <laughs> now I think this one might be the top spot. <laughs> this, really? I think it might be the top spot. <laughs> uh, but a close third is <laughs> Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome and mixing it up with with California Love by Tupac Shakur. 
that came that song was on the Super Bowl. Oh, was it? It was, and you were sitting right next to the TV, but you were doing something, and you had your headphones on. And you actually, you actually. And I thought about it, and mm-hmm. I was almost like, Mark, it's there. It's the song. It's Ben Max. <laughs> <laughs>